Okay, I'll say this to start us off. Whatever angle you think I'll be coming at this with, whatever assumption you're going to be bringing to this episode with, especially for this particular topic, because I know you've seen the title, I know you've seen the cover art, I'd like you to ignore every single one of them. I'd like you to come to this episode listening to my words and my thoughts with fresh mind, right? I know it's going to be difficult for you to do. I know you already have assumptions about masculinity, about real men, what makes a man, about men and emotions, about vulnerability for men and all those kind of stuff. But I beg you, I beg you for this episode to have the impact that it's supposed to have. I beg you, please do away with all your assumptions. Do away with what you think I'm going to talk about and simply listen to what I'm going to talk about. I'm not expecting you to totally agree with the conclusion of this episode or any of the points I make, but I expect of you, I plead with you, I make a request with you, dear friend, that you at least listen. Listen not to report, listen not to counter, but listen first to understand where I'm coming from. And then maybe, maybe you on, maybe you agree with me on some level, disagree with me, sure, but agree with me on some level, and maybe we can have a conversation about it. Uh, yeah. You know, I've been thinking lately about starting starting to do Twitter spaces. You know, most likely as follow-up to some of these episodes and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to go about it. I, I don't know if anybody would want that, but anyway, yes. Okay, so let's get into this episode, shall we? So, hello, hello, hello. Um, All the generic greetings... Hope you've had a good day, hope you had a great week, etc. 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 Hope you liked the previous episode, etc. 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 If you are new to this podcast, hello, my name is Daniel. This is Brother Times with Daniel Podcast. Welcome, 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 etc. 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 Let's move on, move on, move on. Men and vulnerability. I, I think I'm probably going to title this episode Male Vulnerability 101, kind of like an introductory class, right? And this is slightly a rant this isn't going to be as concise and well put together as i would love it because this is a rant and i am vexed <laughs> let me tell you that i am vexed i i am starting this episode with vexation and the reason why i'm vexed is because i hate where the conversation of male vulnerability currently is online or the direction it has taken i hate the fact that whenever we mentioned that men need to be more vulnerable the first thing the first instance first example first requirement is men need to cry no they don't (laughs) i'm sorry men do not need to cry but men should be okay with crying right but men do not need to cry nobody needs to cry except in some particular situations but nobody really needs to cry People should be comfortable with crying. And, you know, I already discussed one of the reasons why people are not comfortable with crying. In my previous episode, I'm not going to recap that here. If you want to learn about that, you can listen to this episode and then go and listen to that one. Trust me, either way you go about it, you'll be fine. Like I said before, it pisses me off deeply down into the depths of my soul that whenever we talk about vulnerability and we talk about men, while we do emphasize the necessity to express emotions right most of the time we only ever talk about vulnerability like as if the only motive for inspiring emotional vulnerability within men is simply for them to cry 
when honestly that isn't that isn't even the biggest part of it. it it isn't even a main aspect i understand the reason why men need to cry more men need to be able to cry comes out of the discourse a lot because yes there is a lot of truth to it but i think it it derails the conversation to grounds that it doesn't need to and then it ends up losing men in between and so i am making this episode kind of like a way to address that what i think vulnerability for men needs to be and how that conversation needs to be going i'm not going to be quoting any studies here um everything i'm going to be saying is totally opinion so take it like that but listen first so let's get into it whenever we talk about vulnerability first things first we talk about vulnerability in the context of emotional vulnerability in other words the expression the honest expression of emotions that's how i'm going to put it the honest expression of emotions now there is a myth that for some reason people keep spreading around and the myth is that men are not emotional guys in general the male species of humanity do not emote we are not emotional that is a lie from satan's ass creek there are no studies to back it up whether psychological or anything there are no studies to back it up men are just as emotional as women yes we are but here's the thing the way we've been conditioned to understand and relate with our emotion is vastly different to women for men for most boys we are raised to have sort of like a negative reaction sort of like a negative relationship to our emotions mostly to the expression of those emotions because let me tell you the truth if you enter any football watching house you understand any football viewing viewing house or viewing room or whatever they call it i don't watch football i'm not interested if you enter any of those spaces you will see men passionately passionately expressing emotions of various kinds you will see some of the most homophobic men hug other men for more than a second <laughs> you will see some of the most reserved men raise their voices almost like as if they almost like as if their voice is going to bring down the heavens if they shout loud enough men express emotions all the time but the thing is the expression of their emotion is very 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 different sometimes to how women express it especially in when how and where we are allowed to express those emotions as men if you notice most of the time that men express intense emotions is usually with other men because number one we expect that other men would understand right and also because we feel like if all the men are expressing the same emotions at the same time then there's nothing inherent then there's nothing wrong with you as a guy there's nothing wrong with your masculinity you are a perfect man if every guy in the football house is shouting go or shouting what did they do you now right and is visibly vexed and everything then there's nothing wrong with you as a guy but if you are the only one and everybody else is just silent you know looking you are going to be weirded out right <laughs> and here's another thing the expression of emotions for men lies on two scales it's either it is barely enough or it is too violent most of the time especially the younger you are as a guy or the much more hard presenting or masculine presenting you are as a guy whenever you express happiness for instance let's say something would happen to you 
right? Instead of being like, yeah, oh my god, different things like that, you know, can you come? Just be like, yeah, you know, you know, thank God, we thank God, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah, I'm happy, guy, thank you, Jerry. And even when your guys will congratulate you, you'll be like, guy, ah, congratulations, one more, you do well. It's this very, very lackadaisical expression of emotion, right? It feels too little. Or, or, when they do do it and it feels like a lot, there has to be some element of violence there. So there's a little, of, a little bit of a, an aggressive tone to how they say, Congratulations, my guy, guy, now. So when you guys go on this, there needs to be this violent pattern at the back and all this kind of stuff. The reason is because there are particular, there's a particular expression or there are particular emotions that men are allowed to experience in society. Usually that is negative, it's usually motivated by by anger, by hate, those kind of things. And the way we are expected to express them is also violently, not like normal human beings, just violently, right? And so these are the things that, or these are some of the things that emotional vulnerability for men seeks to combat. Because the truth is this. Men need emotions, especially in the times that we are. I know Joe Rogan and a bunch of other idiots are out here putting this, you know, hard hard times make tough men. Tough men create good times or easy times. Easy times create weak men, and then weak men create hard times, and then they say it's a cycle. First off, that is not a philosophical quote. It didn't come from Marcus Aurelius. It didn't come from anybody reputable like that. It came from one 2016 sci-fi book that barely anybody has read, to be honest. I can't even remember the title or the name of the author. That is how irrelevant that, that, that form of literature is. But for some reason, with that particular quote from towards the end of the book, has become kind of like a staple for masculinity and it doesn't make sense. Because usually the hard times that these people are referring to is not time of just, you know, difficulty where you need to prove yourself as a man. It's times of war where the only usefulness of you as a man or of any man is to go and die for one fat man's greed. Yes, those are the hard times that they are talking about. For you to carry a gun, go and die in war for a cause you probably don't even believe in. Dying scared on the battlefield thinking, I'm never going to see another day your arm is blown up maybe they shot you with a musket half of your body is blown apart and then you know those few minutes that your brain is still working and you are kept alive you are going through excruciating pain those are the hard times that they are talking about and the men who end up surviving those hard times most of the time come home damaged they come home with ptsd they come home with shell shock they are unable to function in regular society so no Dead all this talk of hard men, soft men, weak men, every kind of thing. Because here's the thing. When we ask you to be in touch with your emotions, when we ask you to be vulnerable with your emotions, they're asking for one particular thing. Who can guess it? No, it's not for you to cry. No, it's not for you to be like um, a girl, even though, sure. I'm not talking about defining masculinity here, let's not get into that. It's, it's see, nobody's asking you to be girly, nobody is asking you to be a woman, nobody's asking you to cry like a woman. At least that's not what I think should be asked. 
whenever men are asked to be vulnerable, whenever boys are asked to show their emotions or be honest about what they are feeling to express and, you know, describe what your emotions are at that point in time. We are asking first off for accountability. I know you are surprised, right? What does vulnerability have to do with accountability? Except it has to do, it has everything to do with accountability. Sorry, it has everything to do with vulnerability because guess what? An aspect of vulnerability is honesty and trust. Now, let me go on a tangent here. There are people who say vulnerability, you know, doesn't make you weak. It does. Vulnerability is literally, by definition, a weakness, a, a, a chink in your armor. You understand? A blind spot. Now, for me to not be vulnerable with somebody else, I need trust. I need to be able to trust that person. I need to be able to believe and have faith, have hope that when I show this person the gap in my defense, when I show this person the chink in my armor, when I show this person the part that they need to stop to properly kill me, they wouldn't use it to harm me. Rather, they would protect that vulnerability, they would protect that wound and, and help me heal it. That is that is the criteria me I think is needed for vulnerability, right? And to do that, number one, you have to be honest about what you are feeling. You have to be honest about the fact that you need somebody like that. Because whenever you are constantly afraid, overly cautious, constantly afraid that, you know, you would be hurt, you will be harmed and all those kind of things if you are honest about what you are feeling. And then you never make the move to overcome that fear and actually trust somebody. Are you really being a man? Isn't the entire point of the traditional sense of being a man being taking risks, overcoming your fears? Guess what? To do that, you need to be vulnerable, sweetie. <laughs> Men need to be vulnerable to do that. And But here's the thing in that. You choose who you are vulnerable with. And that's another thing I hate about this current um, discussion with men need to be vulnerable, men need to cry, you know, be a clinical something, something, something. The, the conversation about choice is not there. You choose who you are vulnerable with. So, which means if you are currently somebody who you don't believe you have anybody to be vulnerable with, you don't have anybody that you can really trust, you know, to, that you can really trust yourself to be honest with and trust them to also kind of like be honest with you and to take care of you in that instance where you are weak, where you cannot be strong for yourself, then you you need better friends. And that is where accountability comes in. You need better friends because you need to be able to admit to yourself, number one, you know what? I struggle emotionally. I struggle in life and I will need somebody to offer me comfort. I will need somebody to comfort me when I cannot comfort myself. I will need somebody to be kind to me when I cannot be kind to myself. I will need somebody to hold me up when I cannot hold myself up. Because see, this is another aspect and another reason to why men need to be emotionally vulnerable. There's this insistence that you need to be a self-made man. There's this insistence that any guy out there needs to constantly stand on their own. When here's the truth, we live in a society, no society is built on the back of one person. No life is sustained by the strength and resources of one person. You need people. 
you 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 can't you can't escape it. You need people. Men need people. See, the statistics are overwhelming concerning the fact that boys out here are lonely, men out here are lonely. And do you know some of the one of the biggest solutions to this? Emotional vulnerability. Be honest that you are lonely and you want company. And when I say company, I don't mean sex. Because that's another thing. I've spoken to a lot of guys. And to be honest, I think the idea that we think about sex a lot is very, very much over-exaggerated. Because to be honest, we think more about companionship and, you know, somebody keeping us company, being kind to us and comfort more than we think of sticking our stuff into somebody. Honestly, I think most of the time whenever we are in public spaces and talking about sex a lot and all this posturing, it is posturing because this is what we think the society expects of us. This is the image, this is the character in the play that we are expected to portray. But in private, in conversations where we can finally be truly ourselves, be vulnerable, be honest and trusting of other people. Guys, it's not the sex it's not the sex that we really desire. It's the company that comes with the sex, the comfort, the ease, the kindness, the love. That is what we really desire. And if only we can be honest. But the thing is, most of us feel like we cannot be honest because we feel like if we are honest, shame. We would be shamed and ostracized. We would lose respect. We would lose some sort of imaginary social status. And surely, surely we are moving in a better direction for male vulnerability, I know a lot of young young guys out here who are much more comfortable expressing the fact that they are feeling some type of way, but it still needs to go a long way. There's still a lot of work to do because I know why men are afraid of this vulnerability thing, and I honestly, genuinely want people to stop telling men that they need to cry. First off, you need to tell men that they need to realize that it's okay to depend on somebody else because that's another aspect of emotional vulnerability depending on somebody else when you cannot depend on yourself see let me tell you the truth and a bunch of christians will disagree with me on this there is there are levels of depression that prayer will not solve for you I'm, I'm, i'm serious there is a level of loneliness that prayer will never get rid of for you do you know what you need you need the company of men and when I say men, I, 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 I don't mean like actual guys, it can be women too. You need the company of people. Because it's you, you, yes, it is you and God alone in that isolation. But guess what? When the rich man came to Jesus Christ and said, what, what, what should I do to follow you? And Jesus Christ was like, sell away all your riches. Abandon your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, Kinecock Abandon everybody you know and everything you know and have and follow me. And in return, you will gain a thousand fathers. You will gain a thousand mothers, a thousand sisters. What he meant there is in the end, you would not be alone because you have a structure you have a system, you have a community, and you need that. A lot of us do not have friends that we meet up with, and that is something that I desperately want right now, because I realize it is much more lonely to just be able to talk to people over the phone. I want friendships where, you know, we meet up like maybe twice in in, in a month, you understand, maybe two weekends or three weekends we meet up you understand we just meet up maybe we go out together or maybe we, you know we 
gather in somebody's house we watch movies we talk about stuff you know all that kind of stuff because whenever i look at studies about religion and how religion you know promotes better mental health you know makes people happy and everything from all of the studies and statistics that i've read it is not about the teachings of the religion itself i know shocker it is not about the teachings or the doctrines of christianity or islam or anything it is about the community of people and the participation in that community most of the time you will generally be happier generally be much more fulfilled if you are going to church and participating in church if you have friends in church people that you sit with people that you just with after church you know all those kind of stuff you probably will be much more happier you probably will be less lonely you probably will be more okay with expressing yourself as a person as a guy because again a lot of guys are lonely out here and part of the solution to this is getting in touch with your emotions and connecting with other people but but the truth is you can't connect with other people without your emotions without being vulnerable with your emotions because see to make a friend you need to be vulnerable and i'm not saying you need to go to them and be like i'm so lonely i need friends no every single time you want to make a friend you are taking a risk this person might either accept your friendship proposal or might not. Let me take it a step further. Let's say you want to ask somebody out. You want to proposition them whether for a relationship, sex or whatever. You need to be vulnerable to be able to do that. You need to be willing to recognize and accept the fact that this can go positively well or negatively well. <laughs> what is negatively well? This can go either good or bad. This person might actually say yes, or this person might say no. In fact, this person might actually slap me, or maybe they might embarrass me. You need to take that risk. And do you know what helps you take that risk? Being vulnerable. So even this narrative that men are not vulnerable is not really true. Because there are so many instances where if you are really paying attention, men show a lot of emotions. Men are vulnerable most of these times. But the thing is, we just don't call it vulnerability. We just call it taking risks. Right? That is why most of the time I think this conversation about male vulnerability online misses the point. It's not that men never experience most of these things. It's just that it is not normalized for us and we need to now make it normal. Because the world we live in nowadays, one of the biggest causes of death and suffering in this world nowadays is mental health. And mental health deals a lot with your emotions for the majority of us. Yes, for some people, it is much more medical, it's much more psychologically based, you know, chemical imbalance, all that kind of stuff. But for the majority of us, it is emotions. It is emotions going haywire. Many times for people who are unable to discover a purpose in life, who are unable to, you know, just find direction, imagine their future, it's a problem with your emotions. You're unable to connect with yourself on an emotional level. And here's the thing, we say men are very, very rational beings, but they are more rational than women. Again, another lie that no study actually supports. But here's the thing, you cannot be rational without emotions. Yes, I said it, quote me anywhere. There is no subjective rationality without your emotions because how can you accurately judge your actions and your motives when you refuse to accept an integral part of you, which is how you feel.
and denying how you feel, being raised to deny how you feel, being raised to not really connect with your emotions that well and everything, doesn't mean you don't have emotions, doesn't mean you stop having emotions. What just happens is that you're unable to connect with those emotions very well. And most of the time, subconsciously, those emotions will hijack your logic. So most of the time, you see men who say they are very, very rational, spew some of the most ridiculous things and support it with some of the dumbest logic. And they don't even realize how the long, the more you keep arguing with them and the more you keep talking to them, they don't even realize how they are way, way, way much more emotional in their arguments than they are logical. Clinton, I'm looking at you. I'm very, very much looking at you. <laughs> yes, I'm calling out people, man. <laughs> I can't be smoke. I said I was pissed. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you need vulnerability for a lot of things. Vulnerability helps you accept things. Vulnerability helps you be honest about things you need to improve on. It lets you be honest about the way you feel sometimes. There are times when, you know, see, look, there are times when you honestly would like to watch a romantic movie more than you would like to watch an action movie because you feel much more pleasure. You feel much more affection and fulfillment watching that emotional romantic drama doing the all and the own and watching somebody blow up a building and that's fine and that's the entire point of what we are saying as a guy that should be fine that should shouldn't be something that threatens your idea of masculinity threatens your image of yourself as a man it shouldn't be something that we make fun of you of you know let's say you love somebody the love of your life and she cheats on you and you cry you bow your eyes out we are what we are saying those of us who are pushing this narrative of men should be vulnerable what we are saying is that is a very very understandable situation to be bowling your eyes out and it shouldn't be something that you are ashamed for it shouldn't be something that you should be insulted for but like i said it's not just about crying it's even about your positive emotions Many guys are so afraid to show that they are excited about something. Like the example I gave earlier at the beginning, you see guys, you just got a huge win. Jump like a child. Jubilate. Be excited. You understand? Be excited. Be immature in your excitation. I mean, come on, it will be understandable. You just won lots of, you just chop bet Niger money. Show it. Show it. Let's say that girl, that person, that, 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 let's say that, that auntie, that classmate, right? That, that teacher, that, that movie star, that, that person, whosoever they are, whatever relationship they have to you. Let's say they make you blush. As a guy, you should be able to blush in peace. <laughs> you should be able to blush. You should be able to tell your girl what you're actually feeling how something annoyed you or how you really really like something and describe those emotions in peace without being shamed for it because you are a guy that is the entire point of this it's not about tears your tears will not do us any good but we are saying you should be able to cry and after you cry finish wipe off those tears nothing about you being a man is diminished nothing about you being a man is reduced we're saying you should be able to be honest with another girl 
you shouldn't be honest with another person about how you genuinely feel about something whether it makes you excited or whether it, it, it puts you down to be able to and this burden is not just only on men and this is where i'll round up things women also have that problem of limiting the emotional expression and vulnerability of men because most of the time it is our mothers that actively reinforce these things actively reinforce this narrative of boys shouldn't cry in us and then we end up getting girlfriends we end up coming to a society and then most of them also say things like he loves me too much if a guy loves me too much you know i can't stand it my dear go to therapy go to therapy you are damaged go to god see you know what one thing i I, I would advise for anybody if you are getting married go to therapy if you know you want to take that step before you finalize that wedding day start going to therapy do couples counseling you understand and and i don't just mean church couples counseling i mean with an actual couples counselor not your pastor with an actual family counselor with an actual couples counselor and go for individual therapy too if you can afford it Get some of those baggage out because you people do not realize how much baggage you are carrying for God's sake. To round this off, male vulnerability is not about you crying. Male vulnerability is about you being able to simply just accept the fact that you have emotions and to be able to express them whatever way they manifest without you being thought of as as less of a man. Because I will tell you one thing, I have cried multiple times and Lord knows after we cry, we wash face, we bath, we wear clothes, and we move on. That, that's simply it. We move on. And here's the funny thing. I know a lot of men and a lot of guys who push against this narrative that I'm talking about. But at the same time, these are also the guys, and yes, I am calling all my male friends out for this. These are also the guys who would come into my DM, who would choose to have a call with me, and then choose to really ch- talk about how something has been them, how they feel about something, and we'll have an hour of talk just talking about how you feel about something, you know, breaking those emotions down, trying to understand them, you know, and then, you know, really reason them out. And the only reason why you guys are comfortable doing that with me is because I am vulnerable with my emotions with you guys. Because I allow you to have that space to be vulnerable as a guy. And I'm simply asking, why don't we expand that space? Start small. Start with your best friend. Right? Start with your brother. Start with your father. Okay, maybe father is a long shot. Most fathers are honestly hopeless. <laughs> Let's be honest. But start small and let us expand that space to be the entire world. Let us change the narrative that the world has for us as men and our emotions. Because let me tell you the truth. Keeping our emotions bottled up and not recognizing, feeling and expressing them and, and acting on them honestly is making us suffer way much more than we think. And that is all I have today for this particular episode. Like I said before, it was a rant. If I ended up rambling too much, I apologize. But I hope this episode ended up making sense to you. And I hope it helps somebody. I hope it helps you. If, it, if it's not you, it helps. Just send it to somebody. Put it online somewhere. And if you fundamentally de- disagree with every single thing I've said, you know what to do. Reach out to moi. Everywhere you can contact me is available in the show notes or the description of this episode. 
do the research yourself, do the work yourself, you understand? I'm not going to be doing handouts. Thank you very much. But also, also, just before I let you go, um, if you are listening to this on Spotify and you haven't rated the podcast yet, please do give us a five star. You understand? Give this podcast a five star. It's the least you could do to help this podcast grow in its audience and grow in its... There's a list I believe that anyone can do, including yourself, to help the podcast grow and reach more people and help more people. Like, I would really like more people to listen to these episodes, even if it's just that one person that needs to hear any of the words that I'm saying. I think it will make a world of difference to them. So, yeah, share this episode, share the link, post it on your status, talk about something. In fact, Maybe you know just raise the point on your on Twitter and then if people are replying and then people are like, Where did you get this from? You just be like, Yo, I got this from my favorite podcaster, Daniel Brigadi Sells, all that times with Daniel, let them come out. Find me, let them find this place. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, thank you so very, very much for listening. I appreciate you always for being here. You have no idea how much I appreciate you for being here. Also, I'd like to ask you to sign up to my mini blog or aka newsletter. Yes, <laughs> I actually started writing more this year and the goal has been to put out one article per month, right? It's a blog, a mini blog, a newsletter that I, that I titled The Cabinet of Introspection, where I post some thought pieces, things that I don't really think would make due for a podcast episode right i usually just put into writing and put over there so far i have i think about three or four articles up there all quite introspective all quite engaging all quite dissecting of our you know place in the world like i think the very first one that i put out or maybe it's the second one. It's titled to discipline your parents. And I'm not go- even going to explain what that means. I want you to check it out yourself. So the link will be available in the description below. Please do check that out. But anyway, see you, dear friend. Hopefully in the next weeks. Ciao. Bye-bye. Odabo.